This is Wendy N. Wagner, writer and editor, and I'm here with Legends of Tabletop. All right. Um, is there any pressing matters that anybody wants to take care of? How many days ahead uh, are we skipping? And I'll let you know. Um, we're probably going to skip ahead uh, within the next week or so. Um, all right. Well, during that week, I want to suss out who Vihora Ilstad is and um, what was his name? Karanis Wildo? Or Wildo? Uh, yes. Uh, Karenis Wildle. <laughs> I have it spelled in my notebook as Karenis, and I was like, no, nah, that's probably not right. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to uh, figure out who they are, like, specifically, because I don't, I don't obviously know what they look like, mm-hmm. but I want to figure out who they are so I can... Are you going to try to bring anybody else on into this with you, or is this kind of a, a personal sussing out? Uh, this is a personal assessment. Um, and so how exactly do you want to go about doing this? Um, just kind of eavesdropping around the ship. All right. So you want to kind of talk to people, strike up conversations here and there, whenever it seems natural. Yeah. All right. So yeah, let's go ahead and, uh, and do an, an, an intellect check for that. Anything that you have that um, could garner um, more of a social um, social edge to it? Uh, nothing for that. Anything of the sort for no. that? No. Okay. No. Uh, I did roll an eighteen then. So. Oh wow! Jesus Christ, dude! I swear uh, to God! I swear <laughs> to God! <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yeah, um, it it actually doesn't take you all that long. Uh, maybe only a couple of days to, till you actually like find these people in person. Whether or not you want to approach them or not is totally up to you. Um, but you actually figure out that um, Vihorn is, like I said, he's he's into trade and distribution. Um, Does he normally trade actually, specific things? What was that? Does he normally trade in specific things? Um, yeah, he actually is um, fairly, he's known, or at least, uh, and now he never came up with a family. Um, so whereas Humblegard trading was is in is a family business, um, Ilskant almost kind of came up from nothing um, in, a, in a similar situation to Decoro, actually. Uh, where he just kind of made his made a name for himself live by little um, until he managed to actually create a business out of it. Okay. And yeah, he, he deals a lot in tech. Um, not a lot with the arcane side of things. Um, however, when dealing with tech, it's impossible, almost impossible to separate the two. Um, but you 
kind of get the you kind of get the feeling that his interests and his knowledge lie more in the tech side of things than on the arcane side of all okay. of this. Um, and then in terms of Karenith, um, he's actually kind of a mystery because he is a traveler. Uh, so it's not uncommon for him to be on a ship. However, he tends to travel a lot smaller or um, I wouldn't necessarily say personal vessels, um, though he tends to do more of like the, um, I can't remember what they're called now, like the, um, not, not a skim, but whatever they you know a, a smaller ship that maybe only has like 20 or 30 people on it that can travel faster from point to point because he doesn't really worry about trading things or bringing anything with him um being on a cargo vessel like the bitter mother is pretty out of the ordinary for him okay um so i actually Will you can skip ahead if you want, and I'll bring it to the. I'll bring it to. I, I'll actually. I will bring that information that it's odd that these two people mm -hmm. are on this cargo ship specifically and heading for Highland, which they would not normally be doing. And uh, I will. I will bring it to. I will bring it to Decoro and and Vallis. Um, I'll. I'll try to keep my uh, our affairs. Um, away from here as much as possible, just because I don't trust okay. it. Right. Yeah, because only, it's only been a few days, really, we'll just jump right into that, unless anybody has anything even more pressing than that. Not, not pressing, but at some point, I do want to have a conversation with Milo, because he is a worldly person, um, mm -hmm. and I would want to ask him about this this thing that has been like, you know, in, installed in me. I don't know how else to say it. So uh, mm -hmm. see if I've ever heard of anything like that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, within the next few days, you'll probably, yeah, you'll probably catch him a lot, um, you know, carousing on the upper deck or within the galley. Whether or not he'll choose to speak with you is up to him. Yeah, but uh, I'll let him do his thing first, and then we'll yeah. uh, I'll corner him. Sounds good. All right. Uh, how about uh, Decoros or Valos? Um. Valos would just kind of keep his ears open to see if he could suss out what's been, you know, what was stolen, what's going on with Pivel. He wouldn't approach him directly necessarily because it, mm -hmm. it doesn't concern him so much. He just doesn't want to be caught awares because that's just his personality. And with his business, he, you know, wants to know things that are happening. Um, All right. He'll he'll kind of keep an eye on Decker. I mean, he keeps an eye on Decker anyway, for the most part, if he can. So he would just, you know, maybe kind of like redouble his effort, you know, to make sure that he wasn't getting into trouble. He would, uh, he probably also, you know, like in a in a chagrin manner, kind of tell Decker about, you know, about the guy up in the galley and be like, hey, uh, you know, whatever you, you know, whatever you guys did, you know, that night in the in the galley seemed to work. Uh, you know, that guy came up to my table and. Wanted to warn me about your personality type, as it were. Uh, Decoros, Decoro, uh, <laughs> it's 
to be honest with you, after this whole thing with the artifact, he's he's kind of he's trying to stay kind of low key. So <laughs> he's he's up from like rubbing his chest, like and looking at his hand where he got cut, and you know the sun hurts his eyes now more. But he, I, I would address that specifically and say, well, I'll, I'll tell you about him some other time. Don't, don't listen to him. He's, he's a bad dude. Uh, you're a good dude. Don't, don't listen to what he, he got what was coming to him. I'll tell you the story about him some other time. Uh, I, I think I need a glass of water. I'm going to go get some, some water. Hey, are you, are you feeling okay? You, you seem to be a little under the weather in the last couple of days. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, I'm just working through some stuff. Uh, I'll get through it. I'll be all right, but I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm working through some things about me. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Sure. I'll, it's, 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 it'll be fine. I'm just, I'm going to get some water and, uh, and, uh, and, and it'll be fine. But just don't, don't worry about that guy. I'll, I'll stay away from him. Uh, and then it'll be great. We'll get to high, we'll get to high highlands. And we won't have to see him ever again. Right, hopefully for you, you won't. He's a pretty big dude. I got him. I got him. It's fine. <laughs> you, know, you know me, Valos. I got, he's, he can't. He's too. He can't get his hands on me. <laughs> so as as you go to push by me, then I grab your hand and I flip your hand so it's palm <laughs> up, so I can see, you know, your wrists. Are there any? <laughs> Black um, veins or any actually, sort of. I don't know. Would there? Yeah. It, what happened with the wound after she slapped it? Out? Like, would there still be a cut in my hand? There definitely is still a cut. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So there's a pretty deep. There's a pretty big, like you know, slice on my on my hand. So he'll take that in, but but is there any you know evidence of further spreading of what I'd seen on his neck? Um. Oh, I don't know. Is there? Um. No, everything pretty much settled back into how it was before. Okay. Um, I don't know exactly how far it has spread. Um, so, as however, over, however, it was before like it would be here, it eventually just overtakes me. But like it's it's like in, in the first and, and that'll that that all depends on how you want to play it. But just mechanically, as far as like the the focus goes, as I go up in tier, it gets worse. But okay, yeah, okay. However, you want to yeah. Oh no! Yeah, so so, yeah, it's basically it's it'll it'll be pretty localized at this point. Then, yeah. Okay, so there's a pretty big cut in the hand. All right. So, you have a you have a little accident? Uh, No. Um. Well, you know Mira, right? Remember her? I I know Mira. Um, So she's helping me out with this. You know, I mean, we gotta, I gotta, I gotta work through some stuff with her because she knows a lot about what's going on with me. You know, with the with the black, you remember that? Uh, yeah, I yeah, I remember. It's so, creepy. Uh, it is. It doesn't feel good. Well, she did something, and uh, and uh, she did something to me, and then what she did did something else to me, and that's kind of what's happening right now. Is and I, and I don't really understand it, but she's gonna kind of work me through it, and what I'm hoping is eventually is gonna happen. She's gonna tell me how I can get rid of it. She's got it in her head that it's not going away that it's like me now and everything is just like, this is how I am and it's a gift. But I, I feel like in the end, um, she's going to be able to like, just make it all go away. Cause it doesn't feel good right now. 
but I don't want you to worry about this. This she, I, I'm still kind of working through this, and it's kind of what is making me this way right now. So I'll stay out of trouble. I'm just going to stay low-key for now, if that's okay with you. If you need me, I'll either be by the artifact or just, like, you know, in my bunk. I, I think I like this new Decoro. Maybe a mirror is a good match for you. Oh, she doesn't seem too interested. In me. No, no, that's not. She doesn't like that. She doesn't like that, Valos. Oh, I'm just. I'm just Don't get used to this. Because once this is gone, I'm back to the way I was. I can't afford to not be the way I was. I can't afford for you not to be the way you were. You're gonna get paid. I get. The, look at the thing. We're gonna get. We're gonna go see the general guy. The whatever. My Morin. He's gonna give us money. And we're going to get rid of that thing. It's going to be gone out of our lives forever. Okay? And then I'll grab you by like the, by the collar and be like, it's going to be gone, Valos. Okay? And he, he just kind of stands there and then he waits for you to, to release him. He kind of pats you on the shoulder and he's like, I'm okay. All right. All right. This- Sorry, I'll straighten out your collar. And- okay. All right. I, I think maybe after this one, you we maybe take a little bit of a break, right? Maybe maybe not go hunting so much. Uh, maybe that might be. I'll think about it. That might be a good idea. I could probably use a little bit of a vacation, disappear for a while, right? Well, not not too far. Maybe maybe we should set up something together. We'll 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 get a little place. We'll we'll take a little time off. Oh, oh, I see. You like you and me, like moving, like living together, moving in together. Don't don't be crazy. All just, right, okay. uh, just a little, yeah. little little side little vacation thing. We will get you squared away. We need you nice and healthy. And you know what? I'll I'll quit while I'm ahead. All right, I'll quit while I'm ahead. Good plan. Good plan. All right, all right. I'll uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go take a little break. All right. <laughs> and he just he walks off in the opposite direction of 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 the bunk. <laughs> yeah, other other than that, Valus doesn't have anything. I mean, he's you know. Other than yeah. that, and Decoro is really, really, actually, is trying to kind of stay low key after what happened with the uh, shipment. Hmm. All right, so we'll uh, we'll say that uh, that a day or so goes by after that, and uh, and Milo, you have finished your reconnaissance of these couple of guys. And also, you've you've had um, Myra kind of poking and prodding you, like at least a couple of times every day. Uh, every time that that's happened, I've been very dismissive and just really bored sounding. <laughs> what is this thing under my skin, Milo? It came from the art that thing that Dickeros dug up. Or. Or it didn't. It did. Ask him. He saw it. Something okay. happened to him, too. What? What happened to Decoro now? He put his hand on it, and it touched him. It reached out to him in his veins. They bubbled in black, and he got all weird, and then he started to cry after, which I assume is just a normal thing for him, but that vein thing, I've never seen anything like it. He is a crier. That is for sure. <laughs> If there's one thing I can honestly state about Decoro that I know, it's he just let the tears flow. I hear him at night, and I hear other things, and they're happening at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and they yeah. think that I'm disturbing. <laughs> you are pretty disturbing. You're green, right? Yeah. You are green, right? Out of character. Um, yeah, not all over yet, but there's definitely like green um, patchwork scales come, like coming up our neck and not on a whole half of our face yet, but a, a good chunk of it where it's, she could hide it if she put her hair over and maybe did some makeup and, and such, but she is choosing not to at this okay, point. I, I didn't want to make sure I was way off base on that one. That's all yeah, I'm nope. Saying. That picture I originally posted was all green, but she's she's not there yet. Okay. But she's fucking hideous. <laughs> she's not an attractive woman. <laughs> <laughs> she is not attractive. <laughs> no. You'll you'll see when you see this gift in action. I, I hope that you will speak with me then. It is not a figment of my imagination. And when and you see what I can do, I, I hope you believe. But talk to your friends. He was touched by it too. Touched by something else too if he keeps crying. <laughs> Every night. <laughs> but it's not by I won't go there. You've bunked with him before. You get it. I make sure not to bunk with him. Ever. Wise. So wise. If you have any extra room on your floor, just let me know. Full with books. No extra room at all. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, throughout that entire conversation, yeah, I just I looked really bored and not, like, really into the... Uh, um, really into the conversation at all but i mostly just it's mostly because and this is just as like a rule of thumb i'm plotting and planning probably so i'm not <laughs> into any conversation ever <laughs> but i will say um to mira that um I, i'm not really i don't really know anything about what's going on like why your skin is green or anything that's going on decoro or the thing in your chest it's not really my area of expertise um i heard about the device sent Decoro to go get it, and I kind of was just the middleman for who we're selling it to. I wonder if he knows. Perhaps he will humor me with some conversation. Who? The man I'm... Who, the, who we're selling it to? Yes. You can try. I will. Talk, talk to your friends. I think he needs some help. All right. I'll go do that. So before I actually go talk to them, I'm going to, without Mira looking, I'll like wait till she's not looking and I'll actually head down to the cargo hold and I'm going to start touching the machine too. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Like, what is she talking about? <laughs> Ooh. And yeah, um, when you actually rub your hands on it, it feels like a, a very smooth metal and exactly how, cause I don't think you've actually taken a glance at this thing yet. Have you? Uh, well, I probably did before we covered it up with a tarp and put it on the thing just to see what I'm being the middleman for. Ah, Decker, would you have allowed that? It, of him to touch it? Uh, well, no, for him to actually like take it because this thing's been, been, uh, tarped and carded from the very beginning. So would you have, if Milo was like, I'll, I'll help you out on this, but I need to know what I'm dealing with first. 
Oh, for Milo, yeah, because yeah. right, yeah, I wouldn't be adverse to to Milo just only because okay. like, we're all together in this, and it was his deal to begin with. So yeah, yeah. all right. Uh, so yeah, um, you can uh, you know there's the the small. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily call them cracks, but where where you know a couple of pieces of metal butt up against each other, but it's so thin that you know it's so precise that there's really no space in between. So running your hand over it almost feels like a continuous smooth surface, and uh, it actually feels a little warm to you, hmm. uh, which uh, adds an active power source isn't too much out of the ordinary um especially something this size they tend to give off an energy and just like anything um be it a battery or fire or anything like that energy usually translates into heat this thing being slightly warm isn't really out of the ordinary for you so so yeah so it just seems like a regular object to me I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Nekoro <laughs> is definitely like as he's not like on the opposite side of the room, but he's he's far enough away where he's not at any risk of touching it again as you're doing all of this. Oh, so you're in the room with me. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Am I not? I don't know. You can be if you want. Yeah, I would have sure. made sure you weren't watching while I touched it, but that was about it. <laughs> Oh no! I don't care if you touch it or not. I mean, it's your, it's your, it's your, it's uh, Milo's deal. So yeah. Well, no, but it's more like it. Touch it. (laughs) 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 No, you know what? Actually, this might be better if I'm not there. So no, I'm not there. I'm sorry. I interjected inappropriately. Sorry. Regardless, I'm done touching it. I'm gonna go find Decoro and Valos, anyways. So if you guys are part, I'm gonna find one of you and bring you to the other one, anyways. That's what's happening next. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's jump to that then. Okay, perfect. Find Decoro standing like in the hallway, just kind of staring up against up against a wall, just like looking at the wall. Okay, uh, I'm just gonna continue walking, and as I get to you, I'm gonna just say "with me," and then just keep going. Ooh. Such a dick. Oh, me. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm Love the worst. It. Great. Right, gotcha. Okay, and I'll I'll I will fall in line and follow Milo. And to Valos. <laughs> I'm probably <laughs> <me. laughs> Where would we right, find Valos? Yeah. He'd, he'd be in the room. Like if this all around that same time that we had the conversation, he mm. went out. I probably stayed. I'd, mm. You know, Eaton's just going to relax. You know, there's nothing too much going on. We don't have anything to do, really. It's a little bit of quiet time. Decoro's not in the room. <laughs> well, Better get ready for him because he's coming in. <laughs> yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> All right, so uh, I don't even knock. I just open your door. So when you come in, he's kind of like in a half crouch with his with his sword out, because oh. he was just kind of like sitting like in the hammock, just kind of just relaxing, you know, whatever. And you know, the door opens with no anything and he just immediately you know crouch sword do you always treat your guests like that well you have your own room maybe you should have knocked so inhospitable anyways i have information that might be 
pertinent to our mission, our current mission. Does that have and, anything to do with Pivel? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Who's Pivel? The the first mate, the little guy. Oh, the guy, right, the right. guy who we're going to eventually expose to Dragger as being Expose a thief. What? He's a thief. He stole your book. He didn't steal my book. What? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I have better information. So, and I go on to tell him uh, about uh, the shipping guy and the scholar and how they're not usually, they shouldn't, they wouldn't normally be going up this way anyways and that the scholar would normally be on a skiff, uh, which is a faster ship. Um, there you go. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you can have that if you'd like. <laughs> uh, and how it's odd and how um, Humbleguard is um, he seems to be transporting weapons which he's not known for uh, shipping for weapons and stuff like that. Um, oh, that's weird. And I mean it could just be because there's a civil war and there's money to be made uh, up in, in Highguard. But we can make money off this information by either by figuring out who they're giving the weapons to. Um, if they're giving it to the other side, we can give information to our side to let them know. Or if they're giving it to our side, we can give them information to the other side. Well, what uh, I mean, swords weaponry, or do they have this? Is he transporting ciphers? What what sort of weaponry are we talking about? Uh. Just tech weapons, tech weapons, both probably guns, right, Jesse? Probably guns. Uh, yeah. There's a there's you don't know exactly what's in his shipments, um, but if it's weaponry, chances are in in containers of that sort, it's probably some type of firearm. Yeah. So there you go. Would, would this be common or uncommon? What what would be the um, availability of this sort of stuff? Um, firearms are fairly common to get a hold of as long as you have the gold to buy them. It's not something that a norm, it's kind of like firearms nowadays. It's not something that like a normal person could easily pick up off the street. Um, or well, maybe off the street if you're not doing it legally, <laughs> but, um, but yeah. So like you know, if you're if you want to just go and buy one, it's gonna take some coin, but it's they're readily available. Um, okay. Quality wise, thing you know, if you're gonna spend seven or eight gold on it, you're gonna get a junk one that might not work all the time and it might crap out on you quickly. You know, so if you wanna if you want anything high end with a good uh, tech arcane crossover and a good compatibility between the technologies, then you're going to have to spend a little bit more. But um, this guy seems like he doesn't he doesn't deal with low end tech. He's not a he's not a high end merchant or a trader. But uh, but yeah, you're definitely not getting you know bottom of the barrel stuff with him. Okay. Hmm. Well. Milo, quite honestly, I, I have no side. High Meadow is my, or High Garden. God damn it. So many shows. <laughs> High, Highland is my home. I do not wish to see war in, uh, in High, and God damn it. <laughs> in Highland at all. If, uh, if I had thought that the 
the shipment that we were providing would be used for those purposes, I don't know that I would have agreed to this in the first place. Well, regardless of what you want, there are sides currently because there's a civil war going on. So, yeah. <laughs> well, do we know? Oh, I see. Okay, so we don't. So all of this stuff is what Humble Guard is delivering? Yes, which is interesting for two reasons. And Decoro, please try to keep up. Well, it's only because I know the Humble Guard, they don't do that kind of thing normally. Right. You know that because I just said it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Milo. I'm I'm going through some stuff. I I am sorry. I'll I'll try to pay attention. Ugh. <laughs> do you do you need to use the the latrine? <laughs> no, no. It's this. It's more of a thing in my in my heart. But it, I'll be fine. Please continue with your presentation. <laughs> All right, so on to the next slide of my PowerPoint presentation <laughs> over here. Um, <laughs> it's a thing now. Yeah, it is. So regardless, um, you're regardless. Um, <laughs> not a word. Um, so we can we can make some money off this if we play our cards right. But it's also important to know that if there is weapons that are going to one or the other side that this ship could very well be attacked if anyone found out about these shipments. So if someone has some leaky hatches, some loose lips, uh, we could be in for a rough ride either anytime soon or when we get to port. I wonder if Draggart knows what he's transporting. Uh, Decora, would you know if Dec... Uh, 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 Draggart. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I, <laughs> had to, I had to tell him... Or would he well, even care? I had to tell him that it was uh, um, an artifact power source type thing being delivered to uh, Commander Morin. Commander Morin. That was about it, though. He didn't. He just. He needs like a just a little a short description normally of what he's carrying. So I'm sure that the humble guards had to tell him what they had. Not if they grease some palms. Piven. Uh, doubtful. No, uh, it'd be Draggard himself if they were going to grease anybody's hands. Well, not if Draggard didn't like or doesn't like transporting this kind of stuff. They'd have to <clears throat> grease the dock workers or something like that to change the labels on it so he could say whatever it is and they wouldn't check. True, true. What do the actual labels say? Did we go over that yet? Uh, they just I assume they just say, like, Humble Guard on them. Yeah, on the containers oh. himself. Yeah, they just have his on the. Well, do you want me to try to drop a dime with Draggard about the fact that he's possibly transporting weapons? I don't think that would do any good. Wait. Just because they're already here. We're a week out. We're not turning around. Okay. All right. So, how do we spin this into our favor? Okay. I think I see where you're going now. All right. I'm feeling a little better. How do we spin that? into our favor here. Do we try to get out ahead of it? Do we hit up Morin beforehand? When, yeah. you, when you say his name, like a dark look passes over my face, like quick, it's gone. Like it's there for an instant. If, like if you're not, if you're not looking at him in the face, you probably don't even see it. Hmm. 
I think I probably know your opinions on Morin already, though. <laughs> Maybe. So and please, Valos, yeah. speak up if you if you have any. Maybe we want to give it to the other side. No. Oh, I'd like to see it not at all. Um, perhaps uh, one of us can speak to Draggart and just find out what the current situation is in in Highland. Uh, I haven't been home in in a little while, so I'm not quite sure what the political situation is, other than you know a potential civil war. Hmm. Maybe I should speak to Draggart. He just Valos turns and looks at Milo. Um, I guess I glance towards you as well, and just <laughs> I look at Valos and say, "Nah, you should probably do it." <laughs> <laughs> All right. That girl looks a little hurt, but understands. <laughs> you're you're a little under the weather and all. I you know this. I don't want you to worry too much about it. All right. All right. Well, maybe I should. Uh, you want me to like Besides, break into one of their? I was going to say it'll seem less pryy if Phallus is asking about his homeland situation. That's true. Uh, yeah, and then I don't. Dragger might bring up how much money I own too, and I don't really want to deal with that right now. Yeah. God should I try to get into one of the crates? One of the? Nope. No. Okay. I won't get in. <laughs> <laughs> That won't help, you don't think? Like, you don't think that'll help? No, I don't think that'll help right now. Okay. I'll probably... I probably won't do that then. What we need is someone who isn't threatening at all to ask around. You're you're not that threatening, Milo. (laughs) You're right. I'm not that threatening. I'll go ask around. Why don't you go ask around? What do you want me to do? I could just throw this out there. I could go try to get into one of the crates. <laughs> would that help? Um, actually, would it help? How discreet can you be? Completely. Well, you said that with 100% confidence, so I'm going to go ahead and believe you there. <laughs> Milo, if there's one thing I am, it's discreet. The most. <laughs> Go ahead, try your hand. But if you get caught, I don't even know you. No, no, you don't know me at all. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I will disavow you. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't blame you. So I will go and attempt to grab a crate. Do you have a specific crate you want me to try to look into? Just high guards. Not any specific one. All right. I'll do the thing. I'll take a peek, and then I'll close it up. No one will even know I was there. Okay. Uh, Just like when I grabbed Pippin's. No, uh, no. What are you talking about? (laughs) Right. Right. Sorry. Nose thing. (laughs) I'll just shake my head and wince because you're so painfully obvious. (laughs) (laughs) The veil just files that away. (laughs) And I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go off to do my scoping out. All right. When you go and then when Milo goes, uh, Velos will wait for you guys both to leave. <laughs> All right. I'm gone. All right. And then, you know, he, he sits back down on the hammock and, you know, he, he says to, to Mira, he goes, uh, 
so what's what's with Decoro? He's uh he seems to be sick. Well, I don't believe I was there because he purposely waited till I wasn't there. Oh, did he not wait? Okay, I was talking to my kid when you guys. <laughs> yeah, no, so that's why I wasn't chiming in there. But okay. it just so happens. Um, at some point, I will be coming back to the room, so I will see you sitting on your hammock. Maybe I'm you're waiting. <laughs> we kicked you out, outside. and you're waiting outside the door. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he's in no rush to go see Dragger necessarily, so like it's still quiet because now they're mm-hmm. both gone, so he may just like, you know, kick back in the hammock again. Yeah, you so will- then if you come in. Yeah, you'll hear the key going and then uh Myra will walk in. That Milo is a dick. <laughs> he's <sighs> yes. Uh I I think that's a common trait to, to people in his profession. What what is he? He is a procurer of objects. Of course, he doesn't do any real work himself, um, but he does know quite a few people. Um, his 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 knowledge of of people and places is, you know, what gets his end of the work done anyway. A procurer. He's a thief. More like. He facilitates thieving, I believe. People <laughs> request certain items. He makes certain deals. So was this item you're delivering requested? Uh, I believe so. Uh, Decoro had contacted me uh, after he was contacted by Milo, and he requested that I provide security, if you want to call it that. Uh, I like to keep Decoro close because it's Decoro. This is no ordinary item or or power supply or whatever you think it is. It has incredible powers. It has energy. Hmm. I uh, I know very little about the object itself. Uh, I was told very little other than, you know, what Decoro disclosed in the hold the other night. It, it spoke to me and it, it implanted something in me. And if it goes into the wrong hands, or perhaps it has called me to it. It has called Dickeros to it. Uh, I mean, that could explain how he found it. Um, his his situation, and he kind of like waves his hand by his head, like around his neck area. Is is this the same thing that you have yourself? Um, it is different, but it comes from the same source i feel or so i suspect i i left my home in search of i didn't know what but i know it would call me and he called me and that i'm on this ship in this item and it it spoke to me it echoed throughout my head so i just had this feeling when we get off that ship that things are not going to go as smoothly because if this item has the power to call us it's not going to leave us easily when you say it spoke did is do you mean it you got a feeling or it literally spoke to you not in words but yes in feeling and in energy Hmm. i mean they've they've made a deal that i'm not sure that we would be able to renege on at this point. 
Uh, I, I do not wish to see civil war in my homeland, but I, I fear that, you know, we may be past the point of no return. Milo won't listen to me. Decros is an idiot. Perhaps you will be prepared. If this item has a will of its own, things are not going to happen as smoothly as you think. No, things never go as smoothly as you think. I learned that a long time ago. I will be ready. As will I. Uh, is there anything that we can do for Decoro in the meantime? can get him his own private quarters. <laughs> How do you put up with that? Um, I'm used to it by now. I just kind of tune it out. It's quite disturbing. Indeed. Perhaps when we were on land, we could get him some lambskin or something to mute the sound. <laughs> well, we'll have to look into it when we get there. Uh, I guess, you know, when we stay at an inn, we'll have to uh, get him a separate room. Quarters are, are tight on the ship and all. I, I, under, I understand. Have, uh, have you had any trouble on the, on the ship so far? Has anybody... Uh, seen you wandering about? If they have, they have not asked any questions. Perhaps they are afraid to come there. I do get that when I'm in around people. <laughs> well, it'll be to our advantage as long as you're on the ship. And if they do speak with me, they'll have uh, some nightmares, I promise. <laughs> I'm sure they may. Mm. All right. Well, I'm I'm gonna go see if I can't capture uh, Draggart and get some information so we can see exactly what we're stepping into. Is that the captain? Yes. Yes. See what you can find. All right. Well, I'll, I'll let you know when I find out. Thank you for confiding in me. Sure. <laughs> we are in this together. It seems we are. And with that, Myra sits on the floor and starts to do her trancy thing. So, Velos goes to the door, opens it, looks back, sees her, you know, kind of sitting and, you know, kind of tuning out and quietly closes the door as he goes out. And then he'll go out and look for Draggart. So, he'll head topside, I guess. I'm assuming that's where he is, probably. Most of the time. Yeah. All right, we'll, uh, we'll split cut then over to uh, Milo first. Uh, all right. I guess I'd find... I guess I'd find Humbleguard. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I could. And uh, try to suss out uh, what his destination is in Highland. All right. Um, you can actually probably find him in the... Uh, the second deck galley, um, which is more of a, a gathering area, a social area than the the third level food gallery, a uh, galley. Uh, um, so and yeah, he's one that is uh, somewhat boisterous and and not commands attention, but more so demands it. Um, always wants to be in either in the set. The center of attention or within the circle of attention. Um, so he definitely will not be one that's too hard to find. So exactly how do you make your approach with him? Um, 
Where uh, where is he in the galley? Um, he is sitting at a table, um, kind of off center of the room, um, sitting with a uh, a handful of other uh, guests on the ship. Are they just chatting? Yeah, they're just uh, going through stories, uh, comparing. Uh, it sounds like if you get a little close, they're comparing their current business dealings. And while not really going into detail, just more hinting at the amount of wealth that each dealing is gathering them and what they've done in the last few months. And, um, you know, you'll, you'll hear one of them mention, uh, you know, oh, yes, I... Uh, commissioned a, a dealing between uh, the low fields and archway and uh, you know, and another one. I heard about that. That actually ended up turning out pretty bad for you, didn't it? Oh no, it was actually, you know, we managed to break uh, just above even, you know, dude, it's, it's a pretty tough situation out there, but just passing stories back and forth. All right. Um, so I'm gonna, as I'm walking over to the table. Uh, normally, normally Milo is very um, reserved, very uh, like I said, he's he's usually very bored. Um, but as I'm walking over the table, my demeanor completely changes, and like I kind of my eyes light up, and I have like this big shaded grin on my face, and I, I stumble over to the table, and I I say in a very exasperated voice like, oh my god. You're, 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 you're the humble guard. Uh, I just, I, I've, I'm trying to break into business myself and, and, and shipping and, and I was just wondering if you had any pointers. I'm not, obviously I'm, I'm, very, I'm much too small to be any sort of competition, but uh, just, you know, any pointers to get a small business going would be, would be great. And uh, one of the guys at the table, this uh, slender man with a, long, thick, but kind of scruffy beard um, just kind of glares at you. You've, uh, you know, bring it up to the table and almost cut him off mid-sentence. And Humbleguard at first, you know, wide when he hears his own name. But then when you're like, I'm in, I'm in trade myself. And all of a sudden he's like, uh, another one asking for handouts. So. <laughs> but but you kind of, kind of try to talk them a little bit. So why don't you um, go ahead and give me an intellect check again? Anything that kind of has to do with uh, social engineering or uh, or anything with the with the trade organizations uh, that you think you might be able to um, sneak in there could help you. <laughs> um, well, since I am an information broker and I do deal in trade a lot, I would say Indeed. that that might be something. Um, like, because I actually, I, I'm not, I'm pretending, but not pretending. Mm-hmm. Um, but I rolled a, an eight. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so you, like you said, you're, you're kind of telling a half truth there and, um, you know, you, you managed to drop in kind of a little, uh, a couple of key phrases and, and, pick out certain um, certain deal you you kind of sneak in like oh I you know 
you know, I, I heard what you did with the, uh, with the recent shipment in Redstone. It was actually really good. And, and you, know, you managed to sweet talk him up enough that yeah. he's like, uh, yes, yes. Why don't you take a seat and listen, learn something. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so I guess as the conversation kind of rolls by, um, and like he's given, I assume he's given me like little like pointers here and there, like you know, like when to fucking do whatever it is that fucking traders do or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, he kind of during every story he kind of leans over and whispers to you, uh, so you can hear, and also some people around can hear, like what this person did wrong and how like. Yeah, you know, clearly the issue is that he, you know, uh, he approached the broker first and without actually having this, and you know, he he overbid on this when he really should have downplayed it because this person, you know, doesn't like a hard bargain and all this kind of stuff. So he's kind of giving you a little bit of pointers here and there as all these guys start trading stories. All right, and so okay, so and as the conversation rolls on, I kind of want to. Um, not, not, I, as, mm, I don't know how to word it without sounding demanding at all. Mm -hmm. Like, just like kind of, uh, like slip it in and, and ask like, oh, I, I heard that you don't normally travel up the Highland. Uh, uh, what brings you this way? Where are you heading? And stuff like that. Just like, you know, like kind of like small talk, trying to get to know him a little bit. Oh, all right. Yeah, well, a little bit of time has passed, and he kind of appears to be opening up to you slightly. Um, why don't you go ahead and give me another intellect check on that? I got it. We're going to set it. What was that? What did you say? I said I got an 18. An ah! 18? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I did yes. a 318 so tonight. Right. Yeah. You're uh, at this point. You know you you've been like taking mental notes and and gathering information on him, and you're able to kind of play it back. And he's really started to kind of open up, and you know even at one point like puts his arm around you, and it's like ah, that's you know, and um, <laughs> and so he's clearly decided to uh at, at least for now kind of take you under your under his wing, um. And he's, so he's very free-flowing with his information. So when you kind of hit him with this, he doesn't even think twice about it. <laughs> and like, oh, and he, uh, the, the issues up north that everybody has been hearing about. Uh, Morin put in for a shipment, and he was very specific in what he wanted in the quantities. Uh, and, you know, I, I tried to upbid him a little bit and up upsell and I, I I said that you know tried to get him some some power sources and all this kind of stuff things that we you know have in reserve uh, but he was very insistent that he he just wanted the hardware and we normally this isn't what we deal in but but he he very much wanted us because we can while we don't deal in in the hardware we definitely have the capacity and the ability to deal in high quantity ultimately what he wanted with us and we were more than compliant he said he actually 
insisted that he give us five percent more than the than the bid that we put in, and uh, on the uh, the dealings that I would personally oversee this shipment, uh, I'm actually to travel all the way north to Abingdon uh, to meet him personally. Is completed. Okay, cool. So yeah, so um, <sighs> Milo's thrilled, um, and he, uh, you know, he gives them some congratulatory, uh, you know, phrases and sayings and blah blah blah. Just kind of stokes his ego a little bit more, like mm-hmm. uh, just trying to play him up and stuff like that. Um, and uh, I'll let the conversation go on a little bit longer, and I will then um, make my way out of the table and, and head back um, to my quarters, probably, I guess, at this point. Yeah, very nice. All right. How about uh, Decorous? So you want to, uh, you want to head down to the, uh, to the storage, yes. correct? Yeah, and see if out one of uh... humble guards uh, and one of his crates, see if I can bust into it and see what's inside of it. Sounds good. All right. Um, so, you're uh there like i said there are uh in the beginning there there are people who come in and out of um of the cargo hold uh kind of frequently uh so it is and also you have so it isn't awkward for you to be there uh, yeah, I'm, I'm my shipment absolutely and i'm exactly. also this is this is what i do so I feel like I, I can I can look as inconspicuous about going about this as, as possible. Yes. Um, so uh, with that being said, though, let's see exactly how inconspicuous you can be yes. in actually breaking into somebody else's cargo. Right. <laughs> um, so there will be people there. Um, however, most people don't know who or what other people's cargo is. Um, you kind of get uh, you. Most people suss out exactly what's right around them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, look over, you see someone's emblem. It's there. Um, yeah. So it's not going to be too difficult. However, to you know, actually get into mm-hmm. somebody's cargo without making a fuss about it and without gaining too much attention is going to be a little bit complicated. Um, so we'll do a speed test. Um, however, anything you feel that you might be able to use to get attention off of you or play this as coolly as possible, um, we can work out. I am going to use a level of effort. Uh, okay. So I've made that. Uh, and I... Hmm. Oh, what's this? Yeah, probably nothing. I mean, just I mean, just background assets. Mm-hmm. Background asset would be the only other thing, as far as like. Right. What, yeah, what, what would you be able to? Do you think there was anything that you could pull out there? What do you mean? Oh, um, I mean, well, there's there's definitely been times where, uh, I have been in pursuit of something that another one or two groups have been in pursuit of. And it's been it's been to my you know benefit that I've that I work alone mostly when I'm in 
mostly when I'm in that mm-hmm. sort of situation. So uh, using the my 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 kind of instincts and knowledge of different terrains allows me to kind of get the get the better of the of, of some of these groups that are not so used to the areas that I'm used to delving into. Does that work? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're kind of able to um, to gather enough of the information, see the people around you, and and kind of wait for the appropriate moment. And also, yes. you're kind of like you said too, like everybody. Uh, while you're not famous, you're not a big dealer like a lot of these high names and these families. Um, people still are aware of you, um, and you are kind of a loner. And, and all that so you being by yourself isn't really no a surprise and so when they kind of see you with your own with you know your stuff and struggling to get it open and like ah fucking decoros yeah um so they kind of give you space too uh so it's not necessarily so uh you're able to get into there's uh one of his um smaller boxes um that's kind of near you so you don't have to travel too far away from your own stuff nice um and now what what exactly do you want to do are you just prying it open right there to check on it or you plan on uh dragging it back this is probably a box that's maybe like two by two so it's a little bit on the smaller side i'd probably grab one of my little throwing knives and just kind of discreetly just pry it open just right, that sounds good. One of the seams. Right on. All right. So, um, yeah, in this box, you actually see that there is um, wooden boxes that are about a foot long and probably only about four inches wide. They're like a four-inch square, but then uh, a foot long. And there's easily... Um, probably about three to four dozen of them packed in here with straw uh, kind of sparsely thrown in between to add some padding. So it's just, so it's more boxes. Yeah, basically. Um, I, I grab one and just kind of check it out and see if I could get into it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. There's no lock on or anything. It looks like it's actually just kind of like a, like a split in half so that it, the lid kind of just opens up completely and it nice. comes yeah. in half. What's in that? Yeah. Uh, and there are, it's ammunition. So you oh. see bullets just lining inside the case of this. Does the, is, are there any particular kind of ammunition or is it just, I mean, I, would I be able to even tell? Um, I don't know. Would you? Probably is anything that you. Um, yeah. actually, no. I don't know if I. I don't know if I would be that knowledgeable of particular uh, ammunition. I just, it just looks like just standard, just bullets. Yeah, it looks. Uh, it's a. It's a kind of lower caliber, so it, it's you know they're kind of small bullets. Um, it doesn't look like it looks like maybe it would be like for a handgun or something like that. And as, and as so, but you're not. You're not. You can't place like an exact anything like that that's made it you know and all this it's it's also you know this is still um while it's not new tech you know firearms have been around for a long time Mm -hmm. um 
there's still not like mass production of anything like this. Uh, so all the bullets are still handmade and they're handmade to, they're crafted to specific weapons. Um, so it's not like you can, you know, you're not going to pick up like a 45 caliber bullet, any 45 caliber gun. Like right. you're going to need like a, a craftsman makes bullets for his specific guns. Sure. So, from from what I can see, how many rounds do I look like they're in this box? Not, not just the like in, box, but like the whole in, package. Uh, hundreds. Hundreds. Okay. Just in this one cargo box alone. And how many cargo boxes do I see just visually that look like they match this kind of box? Dozens. All right. Um, I I discreetly just put the thing back and close up the box and just try to make it look exactly as it did before I got mm-hmm. there. And uh, I'll just, just think about that. Sounds good. Shit. All right, so uh, so yeah, Decoros has done that. Uh, we have Milo um, sneaking information out of, um, and we also have. Uh, so we'll go now to Velos. All right. Said that you wanted to go check out the captain. Yep. All right. So do you basically, uh, how exactly do you approach this? Are you you literally just going to walk right up to him and start asking him questions, or are you uh, playing the slow game? Um, I mean, he doesn't have anything to hide. Like, like Milo said, he's, he's going home. So, I mean, he's, he has that, he has reason to, you know, find out, you know, what's going on. He's ostensibly as concerned for family. So, Mm -hmm. you know, like if Draggart is up, you know, work in the you know the the rudder the wheel like i don't know if he's busy he wouldn't bother him he might like catch his eye and be like hey i'll you know i'll talk to you later mm-hmm. if he looks like he's just kind of hanging out or you know it's not taking his full attention he'll just you know kind of yeah. saunter over and you know begin with a little bit of small talk yeah no i mean this is you know a travel that he makes constantly and the crew takes care of most of the stuff so at this point he's you know, more of a supervisory position. And if anything major happens, he'll step in. Or if there's any issues, he comes in. Um, he deals, it, it, he supervises what's going on. And he also, he is the liaison for the ship. So he also deals a lot with the passengers and everything. So granted he most of the time turns people to like like if they come up to them and like there's a problem with my cargo he's like you need to talk to pivot like (laughs) all right yeah so so he'd walk up then and be oh it's uh it's been a pretty pretty smooth trip so far Uh, i the bitter mother is uh holding in there fast that's not a bad ship uh we, you know, pretty smooth. You don't, don't feel it rocking around. This is a. I mean, that next time I I make it back and forth up this way, I'll definitely be on the bitter mother. And he gives a little bit of laugh, and he's like, "A <laughs> bad ship, she definitely is." That's why we uh, had to put a little bit extra coin in the new stabler stabilizers that we have on her. 
Yeah, I'm sure none of that came coin came from Decoro, right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get me started on him. Yeah, I, I know all about it. No. So, uh, but he's know, he's a good man. He pays off eventually. Yeah, eventually. It, it's a long game. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you you're up here quite often. I I have to say I've been. Uh, somewhat reticent into my familial connections. Uh, so I'm originally from Highland and, uh, you know, with the unsettled situation that we're hearing about, what uh, what can you tell me about, you know, what's been going on up here? Uh, to tell you the truth, I haven't really been up that much myself. I make my travels to South Guard. We dock for a couple of days to unload and load. And that's about it. We last I was up was probably about two months ago, and there was only the the beginning discussion of division within the the land. At this point, though, the rumors that I've heard from Art, it's, it's starting to get pretty nasty while things haven't exactly come to a head yet and uh, peace talks seem to be going at a pace things are very unsteady at this point hmm. what what seems to be the biggest issue uh, have you heard what what's causing such a row up here uh, oh well mostly you have the uh, the settlements up north, the the territory there, and uh, that of that of Abingdon, which wishes to to unify the rest of the territories, and they they want to be under under one flag, under one name. But the Freelands to the south, they it's their history. They they don't they've been through that, and they've they've held fast. Their individuality. I'm sure you know about this. I'm, but yes, yes, yes. It's it's it's. Uh, they they want to hold on to that, and, and they will not give it up for anything. There's a uh, yes. It's just it's it's a terrible fright at this point. Is uh is Morn commanding the forces to the north? Uh, his name has been thrown around, honestly, but it's something fairly new that's come up to me. Uh, not a name that I've been all too familiar with up until the last few months. Hmm. I knew him when he was younger. Uh, Can't say that I'm all too he surprised. Is a, uh, he is a, a decent up-and-comer. He, he, he says, at the very least, he says that he wants peace. And that unifying the lands will will stabilize things. He says that the Freelands, they're chaos, and uh, and while there is there is happiness in the chaos, the vast majority of the people could be much better off if there was more more stability, more law within the lands. Yeah, sounds like something that he would say. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, hopefully, uh, hopefully it doesn't come to all that. Um, Indeed, I can only 
imagine what war would do to our trade. No, it wouldn't be good. I mean, I guess, uh, you know, those trading in, in arms and, you know, weapons of war will make a killing. No pun intended. Uh, I can only imagine. But unfortunately, too, they can only foresee the naval opportunities that would come up. And I'm not sure I could risk the ship going into those territories at that point. So to be hands off for you, then you wouldn't uh, try to make a little extra coin yourself. No, oh, absolutely. And I am not in the market for making a little extra off of the suffering of those people. That's fair. You're a good man. Yeah. And granted, I don't choose sides and I will deliver what people ask of me, but, I'm definitely not of one to transport simply for the sake of it. No, man of morals. I, I can appreciate that. Yeah. What, uh, I'm don't believe that I've seen you on previous ships before up here. All right. Keep a fairly low profile. Is, is, is your home the reason that you, caught wind on the vessel or do you actually have business uh no decker deckero and i go uh go quite a ways back and it said that he had a, a a shipment a package that he was delivering and i thought it was high time i i made it home and visited the family it's been uh it's been a number of years since i've made the trek and you know my parents are elderly so uh Yes, I can only imagine. Luckily, I have family just outside of Rudstow, so I get to see them quite often. I can only imagine what it was like if I hadn't seen my parents in all that time. So must be nice for you to get back. Yeah, so hopefully it'll be a, a, a nice respite. Um, you know, my, my travels keep me busy, and it's not always uh, easy to get home, uh, travel across the, the ocean being what it is. Very true. Although, had I known the bitter mother was such a such a smooth ship, I might have made this trip a little sooner. Well, with all the precious cargo that we that we uh, that we handle in, you know, the she was uh, she was getting a bit. We uh, need to pump a little extra coin into it to make a little extra. So, feels like it was worth it. At least she's handling like a beauty at this point. Indeed, she is. Were you a a merchant captain before? Were you in the in the military yourself? Oh no, no. Trade has always been in my family, at least for as long as as I can record it back. There are ramblings that that way back when we we dealt with some uh, some maritime warfare, but you know there there are times when it's almost impossible to get around. But no, not lately. It's it's been uh, in peace. We are able to to simply do our deliveries, and and that is all. And that's what my family has done for quite a number of generations at this point, at least back until my great great grandfather. All right, good way to make some honest coin. Hopefully, uh, a potential. Civil war will not disrupt your business. Uh, not only will the people in, in Highland suffer, but uh, I feel the rest of the uh, the islands and, and lands around here will suffer just as much. 
Indeed, war war tends to spread its fingers out to all the reaches, but hopefully it won't come to that at least. Fingers all crossed. All hope. I thank you for your time. I don't want to keep you too much from your duties. Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. As I uh, make it back to your Stanley safely and find them in safe position. Ah, thank you. He will wander away. Very nice. All right. So, uh, so we'll say that you guys eventually kind of meander on back, finding uh, you can find yourselves pretty much either in the on the deck or in the galley or or back in your uh, quarters. I know there's probably a little bit of information sharing that you wish to have. Mm-hmm. Um, what time of the day is it after all this? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably early evening at this point, so you're probably looking at about three or four o'clock, a little bit before. For dinner time um i would go back to the room to grab uh mira and then go and get something to eat i don't know how easy or difficult it is for her to be out by herself so you know she throws her hood up and you know she's with me or one of the other guys then i you know figure we're not gonna have a problem she welcomes the chance to go get some food yeah, he'll, he'll scrawl a note and, you know, like throw it on the floor, like down on the galley. <laughs> In case they come back here first. Right. And then uh, grab a table, you know, off in a corner as much as we can. Nice. I mean, not that it's that big. <laughs> right. Yeah. Where will uh, Decoro head to? Is he going to try to meet up with Milo first or is he heading back to uh, Valos? Uh I'd probably be steering clear of the galley, mm. but yeah, I would probably want to share what I found with uh, Milo. Okay. So, right. so yeah, we'll say that uh, that the two of you managed to to meet up. Milo, Milo. Yeah, yeah. Come here. Why are you whispering? There's no one else around. Oh, all right. Well, just in case. Hey, I got into one of the crates, like you asked. Yeah, what'd you find? It's just, it's all munitions, man. I don't know. This It's very weird. Humble guards, they, ne- they never were into this. I mean, there was hundreds of of bullets uh, in this one box, and there were dozens of boxes. I mean, Morin was buying all of his artillery, all of his, uh, you know, ammunition from the humble guards now. That's what it seems like. I wonder how we can use this to our advantage. Well, I don't know if Dragger... Well, I think we already covered this, but I don't know if... Well, yeah, we're already on... I don't think Dragger would be too happy about this. <clears throat> right. But how can we make a profit off of it? Mm. Well... We could sell the information to the other side... Or no, that's all I got. We'd have to find the other side first, wouldn't we? Who who is the other side? I don't even know. I mean, maybe I mean that's what Valus was trying to figure out, right? What, what we were heading into. That's true. Yeah, let's go find Valus. All right. I try to hold Milo's hand as we skip off to find Valus. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, right, right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> oh, also, I did forget to mention one little thing. When I left, um, when I left the galley, uh, when I left um, Humble Guard, uh, as I left the table, I like shook in disgust, like because it was just like it was such an awful thing that like he put his arm around me and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, physical contact. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but I just wanted yeah. to recap that because I forgot to mention nice. <laughs> So, yeah, we go yes. off to find Valus. All right. So you go uh, back to the uh, Valus in, uh, in your quarters and you go in you find the note scribbled on the uh, on a piece of paper in the middle of the floor. Oh, they went Basically. to the galley. Milo, mm. I can't go to the galley. I don't want to run into Horcrusk. Or horse whatever his name is. Horcrux. <laughs> Horcrust sounds like Horcrust. Narial disease or something. Horcrow. You got some Horcrust on your nose. I tell you what, I'll put up my I'll put up my, my little I'll put up my bandana and so, so that he can't if he's there he won't see us and we'll we'll go meet him over there. That's fine. Yeah, because because you're the most inconspicuous when you have all that stuff on. <laughs> but yes, let's go. All right. No hand. And that, and that was a no to the to the hand holding, right? No, a no. A hard no. A hard no. Okay. I was hoping for a soft no, but I guess hard. I'll live with it. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <sighs> right. Yeah. So, uh, so Milo and uh, and Decaro trundle into the or Milo in a mysterious stranger <laughs> wandering to the galley. <laughs> I see them come in and I, I just, you know I just the put my hand up and wave him over. There he is. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna look around. Is is Holdcorth in the galley? Uh no you look around and you can't see him. Alright, perfect. So yeah, as we walk in, I'm like, "Look, he's not even here. You're you're good. You can cool. take out the thing." Oh, Horcrow. Okay, all right, good. All right, let's go see Valos. See guys. Hey, Valos. <laughs> hey, Decoro. Hey, Mira. Decoro. out. Why do you have that bright pink scarf around you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, just in case uh, Horimini Hormi Hormery was here. What's his name? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take the the, sca- the the scarf off. And, oh, okay, good. All right. Hey, uh, Valos, guess what? What's up? Uh, Humble Guard's transporting like thousands of bullets and, and other ammunition at the, at the very least. That's what I found. Hmm. Okay. That was only about a dozen of, of the boxes. I mean, it was just they're, they're all just full. Okay, full of fire. Well, that makes that makes sense, I guess. Um, I I talked to Draggart. Um, he said the situation was unstable. Um, that Commander Morin was was in the north in uh, Abington, and they wished to unite all of uh, Highland together. But the 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 uh, the Freelands to the south are fiercely independent and always have been and are uh, resisting the overtures. There, there are peace talks currently, but uh, I suspect they're more for show than, than anything else. Uh, Draggart himself has said that 
you know, he would ship whatever was required to ship. Um, he had no stake in anything. So his business will continue as such, as long as the waters remain free. Dickeros, you are concerned about bullets when you've seen what you are transporting can do? I didn't know until you cut my hand open and slapped it on the thing that it could actually do that it was like a a, a weapon itself. I mean, I, as far as I knew from from Milo, this this was just a, a power source of some kind. Those are actual weapons. So no, the the answer no is no. This ship contains weapons and a tool of a god or some greater being. I think we're screwed. (laughs) Or rather, they are. This is not very, this is not safe. The ship isn't safe. I mean, that's for sure. Well, we've had no trouble so far. Well, I mean, now I'm out of character. Not all the boxes that I saw weren't of these like bullet varieties. There were some other ones as well, right? Oh yeah, uh, these were just okay. kind of the smallest boxes of the yeah. group. So they range anywhere from this kind of two to two and a half foot cube size, all the way up to you know it, around five or so feet. Okay, yeah. So those are those are the smaller boxes. The smaller boxes got bullets. The bigger boxes are going to have something else probably a lot worse. I can help you look into them. Yes, we could look into them. If there's a connection, I need to know. Uh, and- I would I would assume that the, the bullets require guns, and the guns would be in the larger boxes. That girl looks at Milo. Milo, I'm going to break into some more boxes. <laughs> I, I didn't think that was your thing. I didn't think there was anything I could possibly say to stop you, so I just shrugged. Yeah. I was just running, <laughs> running by. I was just running to buy it. I thought, okay, no, it's fine. I got it. We'll do it. I'm not your boss, <laughs> Milo. <Are you> sure? <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> but All if right. this guy wants your the the ammunition and the weapons in this gift you have been given. He wants my gift? No one gets my gift. (laughs) That's not what the scullery boys said. (laughs) (laughs) Milo, I know know that you've been contracted to to deliver the power source. Are there other options at this point? As opposed to supporting a civil war. Um, n- no, but that's just because I'm contracted and trying to break contracts over, you know, petty things like having a heart. Mm. <laughs> mm, he just, mm. <laughs> he knows he's not going to make any headway, so he's just <laughs> like, oh, fuck, all right. Yeah, it's it's really tough to beat a guy who just doesn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, all right. How much more time until we land? Uh, you got probably another couple of weeks. Okay. All right, well, at the very least, 
I'll be I'll be trying to sneak into some more boxes. Like crate boxes, yes. Yeah, the crate. Yes, the crates. <laughs> As we're defining your character for you, sorry. But <laughs> no, hey, it's all organic. Let it flow. <laughs> So maybe this is a good place to call it and next time we I'm yep. sorry. I'm like intruding in your lines just like oh, no. that wasn't my place. I was literally about to say the same exact thing. So <laughs> Yep, no, that's good. Yeah, good session. I I, I yeah. think like the first session was a little kind of like everybody's sort of trying to feel things out. My feel was like my fault was... for having such a shitty connection. Wow. Mm. <laughs> new game, new characters. I mean it's a, a combo of things. I, I think tonight went really well. I yeah, I feel like, it was a fresh start. Like, too. I feel like this episode ends with all of us, except for Milo, cheering. Like, yes, we're going to break into boxes. We're gonna, this and I was like, yeah, yeah. That's right. We're like a team. We're going to solve this mystery. Rubbing his temples. <laughs> There's no mystery. We're going to solve this non mystery. <laughs> a mystery that Milo has already solved. Like, <laughs> I'm just letting you guys like try to figure it out on your own. I'll be like, I'm not gonna help them. They'll get there eventually. Milo's like, if you give a man a fish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, thanks, guys. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Thanks to Jesse for running. Oh, yeah, Jesse. Thank you. Thanks to, thanks to Jesse for sounding like a robot the entire night. Yeah. 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 Well, it's it's cipher system, right? So yeah, it's yeah, that makes that's, sense. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yep. He is he is the god that Mir is praying to. Oh, there we go. Oh, oh no! Now it's go. just got a whole lot deeper. All those voices in the head. The <laughs> awesome. All right. All right. Well, until next time. Yep. Yep. Right. Cheers. Thanks Cheers. everybody for checking it out. Catch you next time. Right, later. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.